This is the Fantasy Road Show. Hey, oh, welcome in to another episode of the Fantasy Road Show. We are your hosts, and we're back again for a red light, green light episode. You can call me Truck. I'm at Fantasy underscore Trucker. And then in the middle, we got Shane O'Mac. He's at S McCormick underscore FF. And all the way on the other side, we got Coles at Coles underscore sports. Boys, how we doing today, Shane? How how, are you doing today, buddy? Doing good, doing good. What's going on? (laughs) How are you doing? I'm good. Um, The stash is fucking thick right now. Ooh. Yeah. I, uh, my dad, I found out he watches the show and he said that I need to curse less because it'll turn some people off. Okay. Okay. I'm going to try to watch my mouth a little bit. I thought you were going to say he said something about the mustache. No, no, not yet. But uh, it was I, I didn't realize that he's watching every show or not every show, but watching shows, which is cool. So he has a full time roadie. Yeah, Dan's I love uh, it. Dan's a roadie. So um yeah, that was cool. But um anyways, um what else? We had I talked to uh Tony at Rule One Proteins. He says we're off to a really good start, which was very um very good news and just like I, I mean, I want to take a second to thank all the roadies for, you know, being engaging and, uh, and, and you know, that's, that, that makes us look really good. And, um, hopefully you're enjoying, you know, everything that all, all the product and, you know, we're excited to see where this, where the partnership sponsorship goes with rule one, but you know, the roadies are making us look good. So we're going to continue to, you know, double down, make, just make better content and continue to, uh, have some fun. So. That's some really, really good news to hear today. Mm-hmm. Speaking of which, this episode is brought to you by Rule One Proteins. Go to www.ruleoneproteins.com. Enter promo code ROADIES40 at checkout for 40% off. That's ROADIES40 for 40% off. And uh, right now they're doing 50% off for Black Friday deal, right? Yeah, it's outstanding. That's their biggest uh, sale of the year. So, um, ROADIES, use that sale. <laughs> it's better than the 40% we can offer you. So yeah. uh, try the product times. 50% off. You can't get any better than that. You'll never get any better than that. No. Uh, so order a few things, try it out. And then, uh, you know, for as long as we have the sponsorship, you can get 40% off through us. So that's a pretty damn good deal, you know? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Um, all right, let's cover some news um, to get into this week. Uh, I, one of the biggest I want to think on that. Okay. Have you guys noticed that I haven't won? I had I, I stopped drinking the uh the C word. The one we don't speak of, yes. Oh, you stopped drinking those? Mm-hmm. You yeah. haven't seen one in a while, have yeah. you? No, no, nope. no. Oh, I mean you snooze, you lose, right? Yeah, like yeah, yeah. There's one in my refrigerator. Yeah, wow. yeah. As the great Kevin Kisner would say, this ain't no hobby. <laughs> Oh, man. Okay, well, uh, moving on from that uh, news, right? Um, something came in the uh, the um, the old phone today, and uh, Deshaun Watson, done for the season. Um, yeah, he had a, Yeah, uh, like a, um, a fracture in his shoulder. And what, what I found crazy is, like, he gets injured, and then he goes out and ha- plays the best half of his – of the season 14 for 14 last week uh looked incredible out there that must have been the tordal or or whatever else that he took to make him feel better because i mean 
Yeah. Like how do you, how do you go out there I, and a high ankle sprain too, along with the uh, fractured mm-hmm. shoulder. So, yeah. so uh, the, that just makes me want to tell all the people that are criticizing them to fuck off. Sorry. I'm not going to hold that one back, but like <laughs> saying, Sorry, like pops. giving them shit, trying to jump on them. Just, like, come on. Are you, well, he clearly wants to be out here. He cares about the game. He, he literally came out and was just like, this is all I've done my entire life. Of course, I'm going to be out there. Well, now we heard that he played through an injury, played some of his best football. And there was also a report that he said that he wanted to continue playing throughout the season and just shoot it up. Uh-oh. Oh. See frozen. We'll, we'll continue and say he wanted to continue to shoot it up and keep playing, and that was it. And yeah. we're sorry. We're sorry for the two cor- curse words, Mister Popsicles. <laughs> you back? Uh, this you is back? Ba- hey, there we go. I'm back. This is not good. I for whatever reason this I have Google Fiber internet and it's always really good, but um, this last two streams I've gotten. A couple of hiccups, but anyways, yeah, I was just saying, I don't know where I got cut off, but basically just saying that he wants to be out there. The doctors told him that his shoulder would fall off if he tried to play through it. Um, and obviously when you pay someone 200 plus, you want to just get them as healthy as possible. So DTR it is. And uh, that definitely affects Cooper. I think it probably doesn't like hurt Ford. I mean, obviously the offense isn't going to be as mm-hmm. good, but like Ford and Hunt, they're going to have one of the best defenses in the league and they're going to be scoring the ball through their running game. So I, I, I don't yeah. necessarily think it hurts. I don't think it, you know, I don't know. What do you guys, what do you guys think? Probably well, Cooper my, gets my the main, most affected. Yeah. Cooper definitely gets the most affected. Um, <clears throat> and for me, like Cleveland's going to know how to win games moving forward. It's a defense and running the ball. You know what I mean? You can win games by doing that. And uh, yeah, with those two running backs, Kareem Hunt and, uh, and uh, Jerome Ford, you can, I think you could do some serious damage on the ground with those two. So, and they got a great offensive line as well. Yeah. So, I mean, that's not anything new to the Browns, right? They uh, used to, I, I think, Chubb, <laughs> Chubb's the number one yards per carry leader. I don't know if it's currently playing or like in the history of the game. Well, he was coming into this year. I know that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, anyways, they're not point more of the story. They're not new to that. Um, so it'll be they're going to still win games. They're still going to be a good football team. They're just not going to be good enough, unfortunately, which sucks. Now you have the Jets go down. You have the Browns go down. Um, and I mean, there's still so many good teams in the AFC, but um, yeah. you know, that really sucks when injury takes horses out of the race. I, it. I don't like it, but anyways. Yeah. Uh, interesting matchup this week against Pittsburgh uh, in the division, so be looking out for that. Uh, did you guys see anything else come in the news? That was really the only thing that I thought was worth mentioning. Yeah, nothing else big. All right. Well, then, uh, without further ado, let's uh, get right into the episode, huh? All right, Shane. You're going to do us the honors. Kick us off with uh, red light quarterback of the week. So my first guy, he was a green light for me last week, and now he's flipping over to the red side, Ooh. and that's Baker Mayfield at the 49ers. 
Uh, yep. 49ers, just a horrible matchup. I mean, third fewest fantasy points to quarterbacks. We <laughs> saw what they did last week to Trevor Lawrence. I mean, they have allowed less than one touchdown per game, passing touchdown per game. It's ridiculous. Um, yeah. A lot of people think Mayfield's got is this safe floor because he's thrown, I think, for two passing touchdowns in his last three games. But I really think this is a week where it's like a 30 to 10 game. And he maybe gets one, but that's it. Yeah. Um, for me, yeah. It, I mean, Baker's confusing in, in that part where, like, the last four weeks, he's pretty much been a top 10 quarterback yeah. you know, each of the last four weeks. So, um, yeah, here's a fun fact, too. The 49ers have the most interceptions on the in the NFL right now. Um, yeah. 13, 13 interceptions on the season, which leads the NFL. So, yeah, I, I there's there's got to be other better options out there other than Baker. He's on my red light list as well for all the reasons that you just mentioned. Hey, can you guys hear me still? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, good. I I got a alert. <laughs> <laughs> said I lost connection to the mic and then I just whatever. Um so I wasn't sure. Um I didn't know that about the uh interception. Um Niners interceptions. That's an interesting um, I agree with you, Shane. I also have Baker, so um, we are we are aligned in that. Um, and I agree. Like I actually started Baker last uh, week mm -hmm. in two leagues. Yep. Um, I, there was a couple leagues where I was head DJ and uh, Daniel Jones, and you know I've been surfing the waiver wire for quarterbacks since, and you know I had a little bit of Stafford early on. You can still figure it out. Um, so that'll be interesting if my strategy changes a little bit next year instead of only going for Josh Allen, maybe if there's like someone that falls to me, uh, trusting that I can find some of these guys who are, I mean, top five golfs in the top five passing yards, Strad, And there's one other in that top five that, I mean, Tua, but I think Tua, Josh Allen, anyways, you know what I'm trying to say? Yeah. Um, Baker is, you know, Niners are back playing at home. Uh, Shane said a little bit about people think he has a safe floor, but he's just, yeah. he, we know what Baker looks like when Baker looks bad. <laughs> so yeah, that defense good. looks back, very back, you know, that team. So did yeah. we just open the show with a boom shakalaka? No. Oh, we did. Yes. Oh, I, I didn't. Yeah. I didn't. I didn't think you. Uh, you Calls. I was gonna press it, and then you started talking. I'm like, oh, he, I guess he doesn't think that this is a boom shakalaka because that was definitely. I didn't hear you say I have him on my list. I just heard oh, you say. Yeah, no, I said it towards the end. I said I have him on my list as well because that's probably then, when I cut out. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, that was. Uh, we started the show with a trifecta drop. That's uh, outstanding. Nobody, I don't think we've done that before. Not to no, start the show. Yeah, no. So Boom, everybody out there, uh, stay away from your Baker Mayfield this week. So yeah, I um, dropped him. Yeah, and then uh, my other quarterback I have on my red light list is Trevor Lawrence, uh, coming off the worst game playing the 49ers. Um, he uh, hurt me pretty bad in one in one league, but outside of that, man, he's just this team just hasn't looked that great. And and like every, I think there was only two games this season he's thrown over one passing touchdown, so he's been limited to just one touchdown. Um, he hasn't really been scoring the points. Tennessee's defense has been a lot better. Uh, they're top 10 in defending against uh, quarterbacks. They're allowing just 15 fantasy points per game. Um, and usually you can throw on Tennessee, but they've been better as of late. So I'm staying away from Trevor Lawrence until I see uh, him turn this thing around. Yep. 
Shane, what do you got? Uh, so my next guy is I'm going with someone who finished as a QB five last week. So great finish last week. He's coming off of 370 yards passing. Um, but Geno Smith is getting the red light this week uh, facing the Rams. Um, they are in the top 10. Also, a few fantasy points allowed to quarterbacks. They give up less than 200 yards passing a game, which I was kind of astonished to see. I don't think of them as that good of a defense. Um, and then, you know, and then let's just look at what he did last time he faced the Rams this year, which he threw for only 112 yards. So uh, he's the sit from week after having one of his best games of the year last week. Yeah, I had him on my green light last week, and you just you're you're coming for everyone's head who is previously green light. Yes. <laughs> yep. Um, which I love. Um, yeah, you know how I feel about Gino. I don't need to go into that at all. Um, so yeah, I'm on board with that as well. Coles, what else my, you got here? My only concern is the 46 and a half over under on that game. So Vegas think thinks it's going to be points, um, but that doesn't necessarily translate to, you know, good quarterback play, right? Um, or that it's even guaranteed to hit that. But um, yeah, I have uh, Josh Dobbs, Ooh. who I actually love. He's grown on me as a human being. I think yes. he's one of I think he's one of my favorite athletes. Yep. Um, you know, unfortunately, I have a very long flow. Otherwise, I would consider like shaving my head in solidarity of of Dobbs. I I, I love him. He's super cool. I think he's like I think he's one of the first athletes I've noticed that has a like gets social media like grew up with social media and gets it and has the brain to he's just witty funny like that that video mm -hmm. of the can you take me higher of him running in the end zone that made me like tiktok i've never said that before and that <laughs> single-handedly made me like tiktok I, I love josh jobs i think he's yeah. awesome um huge fan but not this weekend against the broncos mile high at night Broncos D is legit. Broncos kind of are, they are legit. Um, mm -hmm. Russ is playing like a whole different person. I think the Broncos win that game. And I think Josh Dobbs, I mean, like he's going to come back. He's going to come back to, I'll, I'll say earth at some point because he is the pastor. Not <laughs> um, I like that. So, you know, he's going to come back to earth, not all the way down. He'll still be a mile high, but, going to be a tough game against a really tough defense um calls this is the uh first one of the episode the uh truck and calls clash because i have josh dobbs on my green light list all right i like josh dobbs this week um what last three weeks he was a quarterback seven quarterback five quarterback three last week he has a rushing touchdown to each of the last four weeks uh denver is allowing the seventh most points per game to quarterbacks the 10th most passing yards and the fourth most passing touchdowns so they've been playing better as of late. They're starting to figure things out. However, uh, on the grand picture of everything, um, they still uh, are, in my opinion, not there yet. So I think Josh Dobbs continues this um, success that he's got going, and I like him this week personally. Yeah, those numbers are just skewed from the 35 they, they, they gave up to Howell, the 70 they gave up to Tua, 
the 28 they gave up to fields the 31 they gave up to the jets like that was a bad stretch that was their four four out of the first five straight games since then i mean you held back-to-back weeks you held mahomes to nine and and we saw what happened last week um they're on a three-game winning streak they're a good football team um so at home in at at home on a night game where primetime unders have hit like crazy i think it's just going to be a lower scoring yeah i think it's just going to be a lower scoring game which the vikings really haven't seen a lot of um actually i i'm just saying that i don't know that for sure i would just imagine (laughs) that because their defense sucks but i i I would be very confident that i'm correct on this one Um, okay and i almost put i almost gave us two uh two differences and put lawrence on my green light but i just can't trust him (laughs) yeah yeah i feel that but i don't think i think he's gonna win against the tennessee titans at home like relatively easy but yeah you can't trust him as a fantasy asset at this point you know yeah Yeah. um shane uh be the tiebreaker do you like Dobbs this week do you not like him this week where are you where's your stance on him I am going to answer that in a later segment because it ties into somebody else. I love it. Okay. All right. All right. Stay tuned. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. Well, uh, Shane, why don't you go ahead and give us one of your green light quarterbacks then? All right. So green light, I am going with Mr. Brock Purdy playing the Buccaneers oh. going back to Brock. Uh, I like the setup for this. So they're back at home. He's got a full set of weapons now. All the receivers is tied in. Tampa Bay's allows the second most passing yards per game to quarterbacks. Um, and over the last three games, I was looking at this, I saw this, that they have allowed over 300 yards passing per game in their last three games. So I think this is another big week that Purdy puts up three touchdowns. Yeah, I, I like that. He's on my green light list as well. Um I, I like him this week. I mean, we saw how much Trent really helped this offense when Trent's back oh, in the lineup. Yeah. You know what I mean? This guy, you know, outs, when Trent wasn't in there, he wasn't a top 10 quarterback. Mm-hmm. And then when Trent came back, he was quarterback six last week. So almost threw for 300 yards and three touchdowns. I like him this week. Tampa Bay allowing the fifth most pass or fifth most points per game to quarterback. So I, yeah, I like him. Yeah. Brock Purdy, you better get on your hands and knees and pray that Trent Williams stays in the <laughs> NFL. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> um, it's not a boom shakalaka. So, um, Damn. anyways, I got, um, I, I'll just tie into the guy. I already talked about this game. Uh, and I think he's playing awesome, awesome football. Uh, Russell Wilson, mm-hmm. um, you know, I think he's forever. I I don't know that this is going to be a very close game, the Broncos and the Vikings. I could see the Broncos having momentum from last week, understanding the situation that they're in. There's some vulnerable teams in the AFC uh, between the Bills, who they just beat, and they own the tiebreaker against them, and then uh, the Browns, who just lost their face of their franchise. Um, so I, Broncos are going to win this game, and they're going to look really good doing it. And Sean Payton's gonna flex a little bit um, in post game interview. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I can see it. I can see it. Uh, by uh, the way, I like how you know how like uh, the 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 not telecast the after games how they'll bring players up to the table. What, what is that? 
what press conference. Yeah, the press yeah, conference. The, but like the on-field press conference. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, um, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And you yeah, like how know. Sutton came up there this past game because, like, I mean, sorry, mm-hmm. Russ, but you've been exposed. No one likes you. <laughs> <laughs> like, That's funny. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, he definitely should have been Russ up there, but they're like, yeah, we're gonna grab Court- Cortland Sutton. That was an awesome catch. So it'll be interesting oh to see. See, see on Sunday night who they bring out once they mm-hmm. win and dominate this game. Yeah, yeah, I like it. He probably says something like, "Oh, I, I don't do, I, I only do scheduled press conferences or something like that." You know. But <laughs> <Yeah>. anyways, <laughs> got to talk to Team Three, even though that's non-existent anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I have an honorable mention. I didn't have on my list, but I I do like him this week. If you're in a pinch, uh, Sam who's Howell. your other? Who's I had uh, I had um Brock Purdy Brock. and Josh Dobbs. No. Oh yeah, that's right. That's yeah. Past or not. The Brocket um, chip and the past or not. <laughs> the Brocket chip. Okay. Mm-hmm. I like it. I like that's that. what we used to call Brass Osweiler in Houston. Yeah. <clears throat> um, but yeah, so I, I do like Sam Howell this week. Uh the Giants, it's a good matchup for him. Uh you did you guys know Sam Howell is quarterback three right now in the season? No way. He is, well, that's, yeah. up, he is quarterback three on the season. Sam he, was who I, who, he was who I missed on the top five passengers that we didn't expect. Oh, uh, okay. That makes sense. Hmm. Wow. He is yeah, he's QB been killing three. it lately. And, wow. dude, the Giants are allowing the most passing touchdowns. They've allowed uh, yeah. 16, 16 yeah. this season, and he's consistently throwing like three touchdowns. So mm-hmm. 300 yards along with it. I like him this week. Um, I'd be fully, fully confident starting him. I agree. Yeah. Uh, there, there is a debate. So I'm in a guillotine league, um, at just dominating this guillotine league, me and brick. (laughs) It's so much fun. I want to do a high stakes guillotine next year. Um, this league, we're in a very good spot. We bought low on burrow and, um, two people we paid money on was burrow and ETN. But anyway, so, um, we have, Allen, Burrow, and Howell. Mm. And he texted me today and he's like, I can't even believe I'm I'm saying this, but like, do we start Howell over Burrow? <laughs> um, and that's not we're we're not gonna do that, but <laughs> I can I can I can understand it. Like I mean Yeah, um, but I, you know. I play a very specific way yeah. and it's worked out for me extremely well. I'm gonna continue to do so until I die. Okay. All right. Sounds good. Um, all right, Shane, uh, what else you got? Did you, did you uh, my second guy, I rarely go back to back on guys, but it, I just had to given the matchup and I'm going Jared Goff. He's at home against the bears. The bears allow two passing touchdowns a game. Goff averages two passing touchdowns a game at home. And like, I feel now that fields is going to be starting and playing. They can keep that game somewhat yeah. close where the lions can still be throwing in the second half in the fourth quarter. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't even need to say anything. I also have golf and that's the exact reason. Um, you just said it, took it out of my mouth. Yeah. Yeah. That's uh, the MO for the bears with uh, Justin. Fields, Otherwise so. you would just be getting teabagged by the run game all, yeah. all night. <laughs> So, yeah, we still have a um, way to mention teabag, even though he's not starting anymore. Come on, if you can say teabag, if you can stay say teabag, then you're you're letting it rip. Um, yeah. I have the only I have three quarterbacks on my green light. 
Nice. Last one is Matthew Stafford. Um, he's playing, correct? Yep. Well, it's he's on track to play. Obviously. On track to play. If he plays, yeah. I'm gonna see. I'm gonna say Rams at home. Big game against the Seahawks. We know what that defense, um, you know, has struggled this year. Uh, I, I'm not gonna. I don't like to talk bad about Tigers, but Jalen uh, Jamal Adams, like he's never been. He he looks really good. <laughs> they look good, feel good, play good. Um, he looks good. He looks yeah. really good. Um, that's all I'll say. I, I won't even talk bad about him. All I'm going to say is that he looks good. But um, they're going to give up points. I like Stafford's just such a veteran. Uh, I I would say big day for the receivers and him if he's playing and healthy out there. Yeah, yeah, I I can definitely get on board with that. Uh, all right, so are we good there? Jump over to shoe uh, running backs. Um, I'll I'll start. Uh, someone I put on the graphic uh, for this episode is Isaiah Pacheco uh, going against Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, I mean, it's no secret the Eagles' run defense is really, really good lately. They're allowing the least amount of rushing touchdowns in the NFL with only three on the season. Um, uh, they're all also allowing the fewest rushing yards per game, so – I, I don't think he's going to have a good game. Uh, he's been held under seven points in, in his last two games, and I just uh, I don't have a lot of confidence that Isaiah Pacheco is going to be able to produce against this Eagles team. Yep, I'm right there with you. I have Pacheco, so, same reasons. And, like, they are only allowing per game 6.6 6 points to running backs. I mean, that's it's insane. just abysmal. Yeah, that's insane. Yeah. Boom shakalaka! Oh, you caught me by surprise with that one. Boom, shakalaka. Yeah, um, I don't need to say anything. I already kind of said, you know, you guys mentioned it again. Um, however, a little bit, uh, again, these these prime, time, these prime time unders are just too relevant for me not to talk about. Um, we've seen prime time games just be a little bit weird. I think it's going to be two really good defenses flexing their muscles back and forth. And of course, you're going to have, you know, Mr. Mahomes and, and Hertz put together drives and score points. I just don't think it's going to be that, you know, 30 point shootout that we've seen both teams have. So things aren't going to come as easy as they have in the past because both defenses are top five. Um, and, you know, Pacheco against one of the top run defenses, just I don't like that recipe. The, 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 the Chiefs offensive line does not match up well with that Philly defensive line. So yeah. Um, yeah. However, Mr. The the Swift parents and the Kelsey parents will be in a suite together in the Chiefs suite. So things are moving nice and quickly with Tay Tay wow. and uh and and um Travis Kelsey. So wow. Keep uh, hey Coles, what's the what's the over under on that game? Do you have it? 45 and a half. Oh, wow. That's a good one to take under, I think. Yeah. I mean, at I this point, curious. you just take all three of the games under every single week. It's just nuts. But <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, I like it. Uh, all right, cool. We're all on board there. Uh, I'll go in with my second one then. Um, it's Najee Harris. Uh, Najee Harris going against the Cleveland Browns defense. They're top 10 against the run, allowing only 15 points per game a quarter or two uh, running backs, uh, seventh fewest rushing yards per game with just 91. 
Uh, last week was the first game Harris scored over 15 points in the season. I don't think he does it again this week. Jalen Warren is emerging as the better running back, and I think uh, Pittsburgh uh, goes with that hot hand approach. So uh, I, I would be avoiding Najee against the Browns. Yep. Um, I like it. Shane, you got one? Oops. Uh, yeah, so I'm going with a guy who is ranked right now as the RB seven for the week. Okay. It could be in the same range as the guy that I have as well. This could be, this is going to be the, uh, quite a little. Oh, Oh, oh. Shane O'Mac shocker of the week. He's RB seven, but he's not going to finish in the top 20 of RBs this week. Wow. And that is Deandre Swift. (sighs) Ah, Calls is heartbroken. I am. <laughs> uh, so there's a couple things. Like a, I think I think I've said this before. We've got to start taking this Chiefs defense seriously. This is a good defense. They've given up the fifth fewest fantasy points to running backs. They're only allowing 77 yards rushing a game. This is the stat that I that I was just shocked about. So. Opposing running backs are only averaging three catches for 14 yards against them per game. Wow. So there's that aspect when you think about the defense. And then this could just totally be a gut call. Part of me thinks we come out of the bye and you see Philly start working more Kenneth Gainwell in and try to preserve Swift to make sure he makes it through the stretch playoff run and into the playoffs. Interesting. Interesting take there. I like it. Um, yeah, it's interesting. I, I don't know if I like it, actually. I just was just saying that <laughs> the, past, the, past, the past time, to be completely honest. Um, I like it. I like it. What a way. That was just a saying that was getting actually, my Actually, I don't know if ADD. I like it very much. Honestly, that was just a saying to get my ADD brain back on track. Um, I uh, So I thought oh, that God. my guy was in that range, potentially. Turns okay. out he's not. Oh. <laughs> um, what do you use for rankings when you say that? So I'm just going off of like fantasy pros consensus rankings of all okay. the different sites. Yeah, that I think that's what I'm on as well. Mine's 16, so not the same. Uh, I have Joe Mixon. Yep. Um, I, I, I don't. This is a tough game. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And the theme for me again might be primetime unders. This is a tough game because both teams, you know, bounce back spot for the Ravens, but the Bengals are pretty much, do I say desperate? Mm-hmm. They're, they need to win this game, you know? Um, so I don't really know. When I think Bengals Ravens primetime night game, I think a fucking boxing match. Um, you already know how I feel with Mixon in general. Um, I, I just don't like him in this game. Those linebackers are too fast. They're going to contain him. Uh, Roquan you know, Smith. Yeah, and then their D-line, you know how they are. So I, I don't like Mixon at all. He's on my uh, red light list. Yeah, he's not on my list, but I, I love that. I, I love that take because I would yeah. feel very, very nervous starting him this week. Yeah. Uh, Shane, you got anything else? Nope, those are my guys, Pacheco Swift. Okay. You got anything else over there, Coles? Those are that's it. 
Okay. Uh, how about some green light running backs? Shane, kick us off. Uh, so my first guy is going to be Brian Robinson playing the Giants. There's just so much about this setup that is going to be awesome for him. Um, you know, I, it's surprisingly like, so his last two games, he's had, you know, seven receptions, over 100 yards. He got the touchdown last week. Um, the Giants, they allow like the third or fourth most rushing yards per game. And I just expect the commanders to be up big in this game and just salting it away in the second half with Brian Robinson. Yeah. Um, I, as you're saying that, it, it, that's all I pictured in my head is like, how did I not have him on my green light list? Because that's, you're 100% right. Um, I just, uh, I just don't like Brian Robinson. <laughs> we general, don't. None of us know? do. I just nobody don't. on the show. I, I don't know like why. Brian I don't know why. Yeah, yes. I just, I, yeah, I can't get behind it. But I can get behind the take, and he's a good play this week. This Giants defense is garbage. So, do you really like the take, or do you now disagree with it? No, no, no. I'm not just saying that just to get through it, like Cole's uh, with his brain over there. But yeah, um, I my running back I had on the graphic this week is uh, Devon Achan. Mm. Um, I, he's coming back off injury and you should have no hesitation putting him in your starting lineup. He, um, you know, going against the, the Vegas Raiders, mm-hmm. um, you know, HN, we all saw what he did before the seat, before he got injured, those three games, yep. rushing touchdowns and over a hundred yards. That's what he was doing with limited carries as well. So, um, you know, I, I just, I love him this week. The Raiders mm-hmm. are allowing, uh, the fourth most rushing yards. Uh, the fifth most rushing touchdowns, eighth most points per game to running backs. Like you, you can get this Raiders defense, and I think A Chan's going to be running all over the place in his first game back from injury. So, yeah, I like it. I, I really do like that one. I'm not just having ADD moment. Um, I, I, the only reason I didn't put him on mine is because I want to know he's playing, which I'm, I'm sure he is. And and coach speak was just kind of being McDaniel um, giving a pretty sophisticated answer, but not wanting to commit. Um, So basically he said like, I can't answer that. Like, I'm not going to put an expectation out there. It's whatever the player tells me, I would be irresponsible to the player if not, which I love that answer. Um, Mm -hmm. So um, I just, I think he's going to have an outstanding day and it could only be through 10 reps or you know, 10 touches, but 10 touches for a chain is enough to do a lot of damage. So, mm-hmm. oh, yeah. um, I think he's an immediate, it's crazy to me. This is one of trucks best takes all year. Um, oh. he was, he was huge on a chain preseason. Mm-hmm. Um, and, um, he's been outstanding. He he's, he's already a must start regardless, like coming off injury may not get a full or even like, you know, get a semi workload that probably won't play him too much in the second half. Just run him, see how he's feeling, but he's already a must start, you know, yeah. <laughs> like there's not many players in the league that are must starts with 10 touches. You know, we thought Swift was that person last year and it turns out he wasn't got injured, which unfortunately we saw with a chain already, but he is a already must start player. So I, that's awesome. I, I he's going to be a really fun um, fantasy player. Uh, mm-hmm. Unfortunate that he's a Texas a Texas A and M Aggie, but um, <laughs> you know I'm going to call him A Chain from here on out. 
so he's not going to get that one on me. But Okay. All right. Fair enough. Uh, what do you got over there, calls for green light running backs? I have Brees Hall. Um, I just – I've been off of him for a few weeks, and um, it's time to get back on the Brees train. I, I love Brees Hall and the way he looks running the ball. Unfortunately, that offense is – I'm one of those guys that think Hackett is not a good coach without Aaron Rodgers. Like Rodgers came out and said like people, I, I actually heard McAfee today say like kind of punch at him, a little, not punch at him, but like for, you know, McAfee's really good friends with Aaron Rodgers, but he still yeah. has mm-hmm. to do his job. So he asked him like, he gets a lot of know. flack from that too. People think he doesn't, they don't, he doesn't ask him legit questions. Well, and yeah, you, so you're right. he had to. So mm-hmm. he had he had to do it today. I'm sure you heard it, Rye. Um, but, you know, he came out and was like, well, and just a super smug Rodgers. I like Rodgers. I really do. But he is like, I understand why people, he rubs people the wrong way. Super smug, like, well, I've won two MVPs in that offense. <laughs> so and did you see how he ended, how he ended the interview? He said, coaches in college make players better but coaches are better in the nfl with better with good players like it's it's totally opposite like um players make coaches better in the nfl and then coaches make players better in college and he's just i feel like that just just sucking his own dick it it tied into the whole hackett thing like you know he's a he's a he's a sociopath for sure rogers like he's (laughs) he's a narcissist there's no denying yeah yeah he's for sure a narcissist like there's no denying that and and even the throwing before games like he's just a fucking weird dude you know Mm -hmm. but anyways what where am i going with this um (laughs) yeah so so i think back on track I don't think it's all Zach Wilson, you know. So I, I think without Rodgers, Hackett's just not a great NFL coach. Um, and yeah, maybe those two work well together, but that's different, right? I mean, yeah. you're gonna there's a different dynamic. You don't have one of the best ever on the other side of the side of the headset, which in reality, like, is probably not doing as much work, right? Like he doesn't have yeah. to carry as much of a load. So he, he just maybe can't carry that load. But anyways, um, they have to, if they're doing anything, it's through Brees Hall. And um, Brees Hall is a game against the Bills where Javante Williams, who I'll talk about here in a second, um, just had a great, great game on the ground against, against them. The, the Bills are trying to figure it out. And um, Brees Hall is going to make them hurt a little bit. Mm. I, I think the Bills do win that game, but uh, it's time to see Brees Hall break out some runs. Yeah, I, I'm I'm all, I'm here for it. I, I want to see it for sure. So, um, yeah, I love that. I like it, and I actually I'll hop like into Javante, uh, Javante Williams as well because I just mentioned him. Okay, um, Javante's my second green light. It's two of three, um, second green light uh, running back. I, I as I mentioned. Vikings defense in mile high. Pastronaut's going to be coming back down to earth. And uh, I like the Broncos to to win that game. Javante Williams looks good. Um, so mm-hmm. he does. I think what we heard about his rehab early on in the season, now you're seeing those, you know, that, that, that easing back into it a little bit, but now he's going to get a workload. Now they understand they have a chance to win the play, make the playoffs. And now you're going to see Javante just fucking skyrocket. So you should be trading for him if you 
I, I would be trading for Javante Williams. I, yeah. I was not aggressive, but I made sure that I got him in that guillotine league because I think it, you're only buying. He's only going up. He he may be joining uh, Joshua Dobbs on that next mission up into space. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, I love I love Javante re- recently. This guy's just been killing it. So uh, I love to see that, and I I, uh, I think you're correct on this one. Um, Shane, what else you got? Uh, so I am going with just off the news I heard today. I'm going to go with Devin Singletary hey. playing at home against the Cardinals. I it Pierce is not looking like he's going to be back. It's they okay. were saying that was my question. No, they're saying it. He was a no practice, not even close to practicing. And a uh, friend of the Fantasy Roadshow, Doctor Morse, says it is a high ankle sprain. He is gathering and that he should be out at least one more week and maybe two yeah yeah i have i i also have him i was gonna say i this is not devon like truck has but devin i have De- devin's De- devin singletary is also on my list um yeah i mean you just said it about the the cardinals i don't have to say much but um houston proved they're a real team last week they need to come off that big high and take care of business this week. Um, so I need to see it happen. Uh, um, I, I'm a Texans fan, like mm-hmm. an actual fan. Um, so I, I, before I can get excited about a potential playoff run, I, I need to see them take care of business against a bad team at home. Um, it's not going to always be easy for Stroud, so they're going to, you know, keep handing the ball off, not 30 times every game, but that's going to be a huge part of their offense if it's working. So yeah. opens things up and makes it easier for Stroud. It's going to happen this game against the Cardinals, who are just awful. Yeah. Um, yeah, that, that makes sense. I, I like that. I have Singletary in a couple leagues, so uh, I love that you guys are greenlighting him. Uh, he's not on my list, but I, I completely agree with you what you guys are saying over there. I want to officially um, pledge my fandom to the Texans too. Like I should have always been a Texans fan. I've been to way more Texans games than any other NFL team. Um, so Texans, Strad. You know what you got to do now? You got to you got to buy yourself an NFL hat from the Texans. I I'm sure I've had Texans gear at some point. I I literally went to every game for three years, every home game for three years. So I I'm. I've got to have something, at least a polo, but I'll, yeah. I will, I'll, I'll get some gear. All right. All right. Good. I'm going to hold you to that. Um, I have someone on my list that I'm a little nervous about, but Ooh. yet I'm still putting him on my green light list and in hopes that it comes to fruition. Can uh, I guess James- first? Yeah, go ahead. Okay. Nope. You already started. I, nope, said, I know. It. I just said it. Um, uh, James Cook, uh, James mm. Cook going against the Jets. Um, I want this Joe Brady move as the new OC to really spark something for this offense and for them to look better. Um, you know, James Cook hasn't been great as of late, although last week he did uh, get over 100 yards uh, after dealing with those fumbles issues. Uh, over nine yards per carry last week. Uh, Jets are allowing 20 fantasy points per game to opposing running backs and the second most rushing yards per game. So you can run on the jets. And I think James cook, uh, if Joe Brady is smart is going to get him the ball a lot. So, uh, I'm looking forward to it. I'm hoping, uh, and I'm praying because I, I promise you that Joe Brady is smart. 
Um, and we've seen what he's done with elite offenses in the past. Um, 2019 LSU Tigers, go Tigers. Let's say, wasn't that was he was he with the Panthers? Was it before NFL? Yeah, that was a mess. Rules, not yeah. a NFL yeah. coach. They didn't know what the fuck they were doing. Like, yeah, you know what I mean. Where is he just, at now? Where, where is he coaching? Rule, college? Nebraska. Yeah. Nebraska. Yeah, that's right. Nebraska. That's right. He gave an outstanding Mother's Day speech. Did you guys hear that? No, I don't think so. Why a Mother's Day speech? Uh-uh. It, it was just fucking an awesome speech. They're playing on like Mother's Day or. No, not Mother's Day. It was breast cancer. Like, was it breast cancer awareness day or month? Uh, I think it was the month. October. So it was maybe the first game in October, and he came out with a badass speech, pregame speech. I'll I'll send it to you guys. Okay. Okay. All right. For sure. Yeah. I I sent it to my grandma, Irish Catholic grandma, Shane, just like salt of the earth. Hey, South side Irish. Quick little note in my – I gave up – talking to a bunch of people at a function and it was in October and I made a big spiel about how this was instead of saying breast cancer awareness month, I said, this is breast awareness month. (laughs) And I said this like two or three times and my brother's like, dude, did you know you just said breast awareness month three times in a row to everyone? Uh, Oh, I need that. I need that. TikTok. That is funny. (laughs) but yeah, send it to my uh, South Side Chicago uh, South Side Irish Catholic grandmother, uh, and she made her cry. That is funny. Okay, sorry. Back on track. Okay. Um, all right. Well, you said at? you got three, right? Singletary, Javante, Brees. Oh, okay. Singletary, and then Shane. Are you all good then? I'm good. Yep. Okay. All right. Uh, we can move on then. Uh, red light wide receivers. Um, I'll go ahead and start this one. Uh, it's Adam Thielen going against the Dallas Cowboys. Cowboys are allowing the second fewest yards per game to wide receivers and the fourth fewest points per game to wide receivers. The Panthers offense has just been struggling lately. Um, even with, a, you know, double digit targets, Thielen still can't get the job done. So uh, coming off back to back, disappointing games held to just 10 or fewer points. Like I'm very, very cautious about starting Adam Thielen. I don't know how you guys feel about that. Um, so the only thing I don't mind there is that Frank Reich is getting the play calling again, and he was the one that was seemingly just force feeding uh, Thielen. So okay. I don't know if that's tied to it or not. That would be the only concern, or like that's the only thing that I would ha- that I would knock on it. Otherwise, I completely agree with you. Like when you're on an offense and a team that doesn't have to focus on too many weapons then defenses can scheme against the number one option which is Thielen and like yeah so yes completely agree with you all I read was that Frank Reich's taking yeah. over and I know he was getting an insane amount of targets so who's well, gonna I mean, be who's gonna be right you yeah <laughs> I mean because look at, last at week. the end of the day the team's so bad yeah if you look at last yeah. week he scored under 10 points and he had 10 targets so like he you know you're yeah, still so. feeding him the ball what what's well, that number look like when you force feed it to him? Maybe twelve targets. Well, you know, no, it's just targets. It's a per- different person calling the plays. That's my point. Yeah. So, um, you know, being more creative to get him the ball, or teams have just figured out their shitty little formula that doesn't win them games. I yeah. don't know, but you're likely going to be right in this. Like you, the odds are on your side because they're one in 
what eight one and nine uh they haven't looked they don't have a single running back that is done anything yeah it's just yeah i mean you <laughs> know we don't need to go we don't know need to yeah. go into it that being said like i have feeling in a league and he's not even thought of to start at this point you know mm-hmm. i have a yeah. stacked wide receiver room but like i'm not i'm not i'm not looking to, to him again unless i see you know a little bit of that old dealing bad matchup yeah, it, against the cowboys you know yeah terrible matchup against cowboys that's where i'm at this week but i i do hope to see something um you know turn for the better for him i do have him in a couple leagues and uh want yeah. him, want to be able to start him because i need him but uh yeah shane what do you got all right so uh my first guy this is going to be i'm going to give you my tiebreaker on the uh, minnesota game because i oh. have got jordan addison as a red light against the broncos Okay. So when I first was looking at this matchup, I, you know, I was almost considering Ty Chandler. I was almost considering Jordan Addison because like you, I had looked at how bad that Broncos defense has been. But then I looked over the last three weeks and the last three weeks, they have been in the top 10 and fewest passing touchdowns allowed per game. We just saw them shut down Stephon Diggs to three catches and 33 yards on Monday night. Yeah, 34. 34 yards, yeah. I think – and I think Addison specifically, I'm going to assume Justin Jefferson's not playing. So now he's going to probably see exclusively Patrick Sertain. Sertain, yeah. Yeah. So he's a a no-go for me. Okay. Same. Me and Shane are very, very aligned today. But I had Dobbs on mine. It shouldn't be a shocker that I have Addison. Yeah, yeah. Um, makes sense. Know, only person I, it's a must start on the the only person I would start on the Vikings this week uh, is Hawkinson. You guys know how I love to do the old full fade. Um, mm-hmm. That's the Vikings for me this week, uh, especially. Um, yeah, throwing the ball. I mean, Sertain's one of the best in the league. I um. Uh, just to add, tie into full fades, I have the Steelers wide receivers. Um, you know, Browns horrible matchup. Going to be a fucking grinded out game with those two defenses, and that that's a full slate of fades for me. I mean, Browns running backs, probably maybe Jalen Warren if you need to, but. That's a game where I would stay away from everyone pretty much. Mm-hmm. And his yeah. fire move back. I know he's practicing his windows open. The, yeah, they open his window. I don't think he plays this week, but like you're not gonna start him against the Browns no. as your first no. week. No. Um Joku, I'd probably want to see it with DTR first, but it's probably closer to the scrimmage type passes you're gonna get out of, you know, feeding in Joku. But I'm not starting that bad matchup all around. This is gonna be a tough game. We've seen we've we've seen too many Steelers Browns games. We're not stupid guys. Um Pickett versus DTR. This is gonna be just a punch <laughs> in your mouth. <laughs> punch in your mouth defensive game. So mm-hmm. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. Uh, I have George Pickens on my red light list this week, so mm-hmm. I agree with you. I've had I had Najee on my list, George Pickens now on my list. Uh, for everything you just said, I just staying away from this matchup fantasy wise. Uh, Pickens last three games: wide receiver fifty three, wide receiver ninety three, wide receiver forty four. Um, yeah, just hasn't really been getting it done uh, as we've seen. And the Browns are uh, the best team against the pass. Yeah, I do want to say too, like. Um, from a 
what is the locker room going to be look like? I mean, you guys know how I'm all very about spots and like putting myself in their shoes. You just lost Watson this week. You have the best defense in the NFL. They understand that if they want to keep things moving here, that the defense is going to have to fucking make a statement in a divisional game at home. You yeah. need to get the fans back on track. You need to get everyone like, you know, at Miles Garrett could potentially have his best game of the year just from like making that confidence and that, okay, we're good. Yeah. So add that into the mix. And I mean, fuck, and, I and the Steelers, I don't want, I don't want the Steelers to can't, the Steelers can't keep winning games. They're going to lose this game. That's uh, just, that's I love that. I, you, I love that you are. You, so I love, I love, this is setting me up for a very enjoyable game either way. Because yeah. if the Steelers win, I'm just going to be smiling because you're going to be throwing shit at the wall. Like, what that the will fuck be, is yeah, going yeah, on? This yeah, that, that, uh, that fantasy road rage episode will, will, will have a lot of yeah. rage. Whatever, whatever the script, you know, they talk about scripts. This is not following the PD script. No, no, it's not. No, no, not much has this season, to be honest. Not much has. <laughs> Um, uh, only okay. other guy I have is Godwin, and I'm just worried about him in general. Uh, yeah. You heard Shane put him on your red light list. I, I don't like him right now this year. I just I just dropped him in my um, guillotine league for Nico Collins. I uh, just want a piece of Stroud's receivers, and um, I don't want a piece of Godwin. Uh, don't like the matchup. Don't like the situation he's currently in. Full fade for me this week. Yep. Yeah, yeah, he was definitely in contention for for to be on my list. I didn't have him on there, but uh, he was the next name I would have put on there. So yeah, I completely agree. Yep. Uh, Shane, you got anything else before we move on? Uh, my second guy is he was wide receiver ten last week, but he is on a red light for me this week, and that is Tyler Boyd. And I don't even care if T Higgins is out, and I don't even care what ball he is out. Just- yeah, so I don't care about that. I don't care what Baltimore just gave up to Cleveland. Um, you know, they're still only allowing less than one receiving game per uh, receiving TD per game. Um, and this was crazy. I, I I wish I could. I don't know who I saw it from, but Tyler Boyd in his last ten games against the Ravens only has one touchdown, and he's been on average wide receiver forty three. Yeah. Not yeah. That- that he can't be, he can't be. Uh, uh, so the only thing that would hold me, I, I, I agree with you. I think that this game, um, I don't think it's going to be a lot of points. As I mentioned, it's Mm -hmm. a tough matchup for him, but the only thing that would hold me back is he dropped a touchdown. So if he's a good wide receiver and like a mentally tough player, he's, replaying that in his mind all week and he comes out and and has does, makes up for it now is he going to do that against the ravens on a short week well thank god it's a short week right he he gets two two nights of sleep back um mm-hmm. that he may not otherwise have three um so <clears throat> yeah I, that's the only thing that would like i don't know what type of person or player he is but a, a real dog comes out and balls out after losing a game for the team. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Chip on his shoulder so, for sure. 
Yeah, uh, but yeah, I mean, I, I just feel this is like a 23-17 game, and like I completely agree. Chase yeah. gets one touchdown, and then maybe you see the other one go to one of those tight tight ends that have you know come on the last couple of weeks, or or maybe Trenton Irwin, Trenton Irwin, Trent Irwin, Tanner Hudson. There you go. That's who <laughs> yeah. I was trying to pull. I couldn't pull it. Yeah, Tanner, yeah, Hudson. Tanner Hudson. Yeah, yeah. It'll be interesting. You, you sometimes coaches like to make that player forget about it so they could target him a little bit early and try to get him going but um, yeah, I, can see that. I don't know I, I don't like the game in general uh from a high scoring standpoint i think next thing we know it's a fucking shootout because um, <laughs> yeah. these offenses can do that too yeah so yeah joe uh, burrow and lamar for but sure. Bengals, ravens historically you know, we've watched these AFC North type weeks where those teams just fucking go at it, um, which I've never looked up statistics for like what teams, how teams perform the week after these divisional games for AFC North. But I imagine you want to play them after one of these boxing matches because I guess there's going to be 10 days of rest for the Bengals and Ravens, but uh, after you know punching each other for in the mouth for twelve rounds, you you might get a you know team with some bruises on their face. So that's an interesting thought. Yeah. Uh, all right, we'll move on to green light wide receivers. Uh, I'll go ahead and kick it off. Um, one of my green light wide receivers is Cortland Sutton. Uh, I like Cortland Sutton this week. He's actually scored a touchdown in every game except two on the season. Um, he has four in a row. Uh, you know, Cortland Sutton, great catch last week at the, at the end zone, that toe-tap swag. Um, and I, I, I just like him this week. I, I think Minnesota's defense has been playing better. However, um, they're still susceptible. And Sutton seems to be the guy over there for Russell, who's been playing better as well. So I like me some Cortland Sutton. Yeah, I don't have him on my list, but I do now. I'll put him on my board. Uh, <laughs> I have Russell as a quarterback, green light quarterback. Um, so yeah, might as well. He's had a great season. He's a great mm -hmm. wide receiver. He's the wide receiver, um, for, for the Broncos. So, yeah. um, as this team and, and as this, um, as this offense continues to succeed with Pitt, with Peyton and, and, and Russ, they're only getting better with Russ and Peyton figuring things out. Uh, he's going to have a great season. That's another uh, buy low on the Broncos. I, I've been waiting for this to happen for them. Um, you know, I was high on their team to begin the year. Um, and sometimes Peyton rest in some... peace, Dulcich, man, that, that pick. Oh, could you imagine if he was here balling out for him and we would be oh, fucking cheering for the Broncos yeah. hard. Yeah. By, by little on them because <laughs> fantasy fantasy playoffs, they get the chargers in two out of the three games in the playoffs. There okay. you go. Uh, so by low on the Broncos right now. Again, Sutton. We got a couple days left, and, and you know, like we've seen what we we've seen what um what Peyton like does with these lengthy type receivers. He loves them. Look at Marquez Marquez Colston. Um, Throwback. You know, yeah, Colston was a beast, man. Mm -hmm. Came out of nowhere. I think he's a Tulsa guy, and just you know had an outstanding career because uh, Breeze can get him the ball and and. And Peyton loved drawing up plays for him. He loves those guys with length. Jimmy Graham, same way. So um, Sutton, go get him. I love him this week. Beautiful. Shane, what do you got? 
Uh, I'm going Terry McLaurin versus the Giants. I think forget forget about. I love how you said that too. (laughs) Terry McLaurin. McLaurin. Like forget about last week. That was just I don't know. That was just a crazy week for the Commanders. For them to be that close and score 30 points, and for Scary Terry and and Jahan and to have such a bad you know not a better game. Forget about it. Um, Giants have allowed the fifth most passing yards per game, second most fantasy points to wide receivers. Like he, when he faced them earlier this year, he had, I think, 15 or 16 PPR points. I think that's where he lands is that 15 to 18 point range this week. Yeah, I, I have him on my list as well. Um, and, you know, prior to the last week, outside of last week, the four games before that, he's just consistently been a wide receiver too. Like mm-hmm. he's getting the job done. I think uh, eight or more targets in each of the last five weeks. Um, but, yeah, I, for all those reasons, I, I, I like McLaurin this week. And Howell's just been on fire. I don't like John Dotson. God. <laughs> Swing and a miss. Dude, how, yeah. do you, how, do you, uh, how do you go from just being so productive to just zero? Putting up a I, I'll, I'll tell Please. you exactly how. I know Please exactly Please how. Please tell me. Curtis Samuel. It's not hard. To, it's the writings on the fucking wall. You just yeah. got to read it. Like <sighs> Curtis Samuel. It doesn't make sense. They are obsessed with Brian Robinson and Curtis Samuel, so and it doesn't make sense. Like, <laughs> get rid of Riverboat, let Bianami take oh, over. Yeah. Um, and we, we need to see Bianami as a head coach and, and just let him develop Howell and the weapons. Like, what are we doing? Dotson's whatever. I don't need to get into that yeah. and go on another rant, but that's yeah. exactly we why. Go, let me tell you why. Episode let me tell that. you exactly why, Truck. <laughs> Curtis Samuel. Gets okay, way too enough. many looks, and they love yeah. him way too much. They have consistently throughout his career, and they'll continue to do so. As long as he's healthy, Dotson is a fade. Yep. A yep. drop. <laughs> a drop. Yeah, understandable. Um, all right, what else you got, Coles? I got Amon Ra. Did I already say that? Tag no. him up with uh, Goff against the Bears. and Actually, the same game, DJ Moore. Um, Let's I want to see DJ Moore. Yeah, now I think Please. he's gonna snap. He's been waiting for Fields. <sighs> yeah, they're those two are best friends. Um, welcome back, Fields. I don't want to go too into hyping up the Bears because I'll take get, your time. I'll take get your truck, time. You have get the truck. His juice is flowing. Go I don't want to. Please. I I just think I, I think this team towards the end of the year is going to DJ Moore and Justin Fields are best friends. Like DJ Moore wants to show the bears that Justin Fields is his quarterback, just as much as Justin Fields wants to be a starting quarterback in the NFL. So, you know, same thing with Cole Komet, like Cole Komet is a very good player with Justin Fields. Um, So these players are going to band together Let's call them the bear, the bear down band of brothers. They're going to look good and have their boys back. I mean, think about it. If your boy was facing criticism and, you know, you believed in him to the death, like you're going to show, you're going to do everything. You're going to, you're going to get in your foxhole with them and fight till the yeah. death. So Here, here's, here's where I'm at with the bears, right? Everybody that's part of this organization wants to continue winning outside of the owner, right? So the general manager, the head coach, 
they're all like on the hot seat to where um, they could lose their jobs if the Bears just lose the rest of the games. Justin Fields, the more games he wins, the better chance he is the starting quarterback for the Bears next year. Mm-hmm. Like if, if the Bears don't have a good draft pick and you're not going to get a good quarterback, you're not they're not going to draft one. You know what I mean? They're not going to reach for a quarterback just to get one and move on from Fields. They move on from him if they get Caleb or Drake May or someone of that stature. So, um, yeah, the, the head coaches, the general manager, the players, they all want to win games, and I think they have the ability to. Now, will they? You know, we'll, Yeah, we'll unfortunately, out, um, you mentioned the coaches. Unfortunately, they're horrible, so that's going to be an issue. But the Bears will win games. Like, will they beat the Lions at home? If the probably Lions not. take them extremely lightly, but probably not. I'm not using them that as my survivor this week. Um, but you know, could the Lion could they learn a little bit and clip the Lions in two weeks at home? Yeah, I could see that. Yeah. Um, will they go and beat the Browns? Probably not, but we'll see with DTR if he's incompetent and they can put string together a little bit of, you know, their defense, their rush defense is good. Um, you know, they could stop the guys on the run and make DTR throw and he just can't cause a couple turnovers. You never know. Like, yeah. so they're good enough to win games. Their coaching's just not good, but um, yeah, I, I want to see fields. I, I think he, I still believe in his talent. So um, anyways, that's a long winded answer of saying DJ Moore is going <laughs> to eat in his first game back. Let's fucking go bear. I, I love it. I love it. Uh, my other wide receiver on green lights this week is Puka Nakua. Um, you know, he's he's been disappointing as of lately. Uh, one good game in the last four weeks, his last four games. Uh, I think he bounces back. Stafford's back. Uh, I think they're going to be able to score a lot of points on Seattle's defense. And I think Puka comes back in the form of which we saw earlier this season. So yep. love me some Puka this week. I'll say one thing that um, we've all we've done a very good job of matching up our green lights or red light like. Uh, yeah, opposite um, of each other. Yeah, like yeah, that's funny. I had I had Stafford, I had Russ with Sutton, um, you know Dobbs and in Addison. Like, we, we've we've had a very very uh, the the synergy has been very strong, yeah. uh, and we started off with a you know opening trifecta, so it shouldn't be surprising. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love it. Um, Shane, what else you got? All right. My second guy is Tank Dell. And I could care less if Nico Collins is back, which I think he's supposed to be. I saw a report today saying he was going to play. Yeah. But surprisingly, Noah Brown's a little gimpy with something. That affects he, Noah Brown more than it yeah. does. Oh, Del. definitely. Dell yeah. Del is, if you watched the game, did, did you watch the game last week? Like, oh, I saw, yeah. Yeah. A lot of it. He, he's someone that they're like, how can we get tank the ball? Like he's all, yes. he just gets, he finds the space where to get into space and get open. And God, 20, he is what, targets the last he, is, two weeks. he is what I thought Zay flowers was going to be more of like, yeah. he is exactly That's a great way to put it. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. uh, yeah. Anyways, go ahead. I, I didn't mean to cut. Yeah, you no, I just, I just like the target volume. I like that. He seems to have a connection with Stroud, which is not surprising because Stroud was the one that campaigning that campaign for them to draft him from day yep. one. Yeah. So yep. uh, I just think it's a good game. I think it's a, they put up a ton of points and I feel comfortable enough that I would go green light Dell and Singletary in this game. Yeah. 
I love I that. like it. I like it. I love that. 48 and a half over under. So the, you know, Vegas certainly thinks it can be supported as well. Yep. Yep. All right. Are we all good to move on then? Yep. yep. Yes, sir. All right. Um, Shane, this is uh, one of our segments together. This is the mm-hmm. uh, red light tight ends. Uh, Coles just refuses to take part in this. So uh, I'll start. Um, I'll just name the two I have uh, this week instead of just one. Uh, David and Joku and Evan Ingram. David and Joku obviously have DTR uh, going against Pittsburgh. They're allowing the f- fourth fewest points per game to tight ends. Um, you know, and DTR, as we saw earlier this season, he was struggling. So uh, I'm just very, very cautious of starting David and Joku if I had him. And then Evan Ingram um, going against the Titans. They're allowing the second fewest points per game to tight ends. Tough matchup. Ingram is coming off his worst game of the season. He was tight end 22 last week. Uh, and we saw Trevor's been struggling as well. So uh, I'm avoiding those two. Shane, what do you got for me? I've got, and I saw this guy picked up in three leagues I was in last week because a lot of people in my league are just in the streaming tight end. And so you pick him up last week, fine. But drop him this week and, and stream somebody else. And it's Kate Otten going against the Niners. He ties into my Baker pick. It's just... They allow the second fewest yards, and they've only allowed one touchdown to tight ends this year. So drop him. You could I, – I would go as far to say I would rather start who, – who is it, Coles? Tanner Hudson? I'd start Tanner, Tanner Hudson. Tanner Hudson. I would start Tanner Hudson over Kate Otten. Yeah. Yeah. Makes sense. It's outstanding. All right, let's go to Coles's, uh six rookie green light tight ends. <laughs> Um, I have nine. Stop it. You do not. You do not have nine this week. Do you really? Sammy Game Time Laporta, Dalton oh, Kincaid, Cole Komet, Mark Andrews, Trey McBride, Travis Kelsey with the in-laws at the game, Tyler Higby, Logan Thomas, and Luke Musgrave. Put him on the board. The tight ends. All right. There is uh, Cole's top 10 tight ends of the week. I love it. That's hysterical. Oh Nine tight ends will be eating well before Thanksgiving. Okay, it makes sense. Coles has been the tight end whisperer as of lately, and uh, he's although I will say, if you hit Tyler Higby, you will make a crown or something for you that says tight end whisperer because that will be one hell of a call if you hit Tyler Higby. It's coming. Yeah. Well, let's see. We'll we'll see. Um, I can get on board with a a lot of those, obviously, um, Kelsey and. Uh, I like Trey McBride this week, and I really like Sam Laporta. Um, you know, we talked about Jared Goff this week going against Chicago. I like Sam Laporta. He's been killing it lately. And Trey McBride, this guy has been unstoppable, uh, a force to be reckoned with. With Kyler Murray coming back, this offense has been better. They were able to win last game, and Trey McBride was a big part of that. So uh, if the Cardinals have a chance of beating uh, Houston in Houston this week, I think it, it will be – uh, with yeah, so I, I just think that that could be a competitive game. But I also think with McBride, um, he is going – I mean, you saw what happened last week. He's going to be one of Tyler, Kyler's guys, and he's that good. Like, he can handle that volume. That volume. Yeah, so, 100%. Um, so he is going to be outstanding to end the year. Yeah, I had McBride as mine. It was – when I was reading up, like, the uh, Texans, they play a ton of – Boom shakalaka! <laughs> they like they play a ton of zone defense, but Guy's just gonna he's like Kelsey, right? Right? 
he can yeah. find those holes and those spaces. Like he's very Kelsey like in that yeah. aspect, you know. I mean, he was essentially like receiver numbers all throughout college. You know what I mean? Like yeah. that's yeah. the type of tight end he is. Um, that's mm-hmm. exciting. I, I wish I was more aggressive in acquiring him. I was just so set at tight end that I didn't like aggressively go after him. Of course, we have you know a 40% best ball sharing him, so that's gonna be massive for us. I'm gonna be cheering for him every week, but um yeah i love mcbride did you hear um zach Ertz has been designated to return from the ir who cares I, i'm just I, I i saw that come through and i i just hope he retires and just doesn't he's back. gonna go to uh he, they they might wave him and he'll get picked up by you know his goddard still banged up i don't know yeah i hope that's the case i really do um, all right. Well, that, that about does it for our uh, red light, green light week 11. We appreciate everybody uh, joining, listening, watching. We are live. Uh, we will be live on YouTube at youtube.com slash sports ethos. This is pre-recorded. Um, this episode is brought to you by real one proteins. Go to www.realoneproteins.com. Enter promo code roadies 40 at checkout for 40% off. That's roadies 40 for 40% off. Yeah. You guys got any closing statements? um are we so are we going live for tomorrow night for the game for reaction um yeah so this episode will be airing on thursday and we will be live tonight um for the um cincinnati and ravens uh, baltimore game mm-hmm. yeah 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 cincinnati baltimore thursday night football this could be our the best thursday night football game in the season i'm looking forward to it uh big game for for uh burrow but uh, we'll talk more tomorrow about it. Shane, you're more than welcome to join us if you like. Um, other than that, thank you both for joining and uh, putting together a great show here. Uh, yeah. Thanks to all the roadies out there. Um, well, for tomorrow, for the for the night game, I should be f- totally fine for it. I'm sure I'll figure out a way. I'm either – I could potentially be in Louisiana, but I'll oh, still – Oh, that's right. That's right. I'll you're s- leaving in the morning. I'll still set up. I, my departure – I'm – Figuring it out after uh, we get off of this okay. current, current recording, but it'll it could be sometime tomorrow or uh, it'll be sometime tomorrow. But anyways, I'll I'll be able to hop on Max's wedding. You guys will be seeing some more from Max eventually at a later date. Uh, but yeah, that's why I have the mustache. We all did stashes for. Uh, he usually rocks a pretty good one, and mine's just gotten to be this. <laughs> out of out of control however like it's starting to warm i'm starting to warm up to it so i said i was going to shave it immediately after the wedding but you may see it next week still okay all right well, we'll be on the lookout yeah um all right well uh, i think that about does it so uh join us uh later on this week for that um thursday night football game we're live sunday morning at 10 a.m talking start sits and then uh talking reactions on fantasy road rage after the week so mm-hmm. stay tuned and everybody buckle up, buckle up. great episode